All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Like Honestly. Episode 33. 33 was a Nickelodeon channel when I was <gasps> growing up. You're, you're so right. It was. Mm-hmm. So good. I can't believe I didn't think of that. I just thought of it, even though I like just typed it in and everything. So I love that. I've heard that like I think three is a good number too. Okay. I believe that. Yeah, I'm no, I'm all about it. I'm I love like weird quirky number things. Okay, we have a couple little like shop updates for you guys. One is that everyone should have their stickers by now. Everyone who told us in the first round, that took me like way longer than it should have to get them out, but I hope that everybody has them by now. Um and if there's anybody listening who didn't tell us that they wanted stickers but you do want stickers, just shoot us a message on Instagram at like honestly pod. And we can get some out to you guys. We're hoping you guys do some cool shit with them and let us know what you're doing with them. Yeah, please uh, post them, share them. Let us know where you're sticking them because I need some inspo. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Give them to your baristas. Like give them if you like, you know, if you find if you meet somebody that seems cool. I've been giving them out to like the baristas in the drive through. I'll be like. Oh hey, by the way, here's my sticker. Okay, bye. <laughs> if you if you are one of those baristas that received a sticker and now you're listening, um, welcome. Thanks for joining us. Also, let us know because I I want to know what the conversion rate is. On yeah, that. and lately, what's exciting is we do. I feel like we do have some new followers and we do have some new listeners. When I like see every time Erica and I get a new follower, we're like Bleh! we're like children. So it means a lot to us, guys. Um. But I've been, like, seeing some, and I click on them just to, like, check them out. And there's some that, like, aren't followed by you, me, or Rob, and that's, like, so exciting. (laughs) I know. I was going to say, yeah, we, like, we'll send a screenshot, and we're like, do you know this person? Who is this person? (laughs) (laughs) They know all of our personal lives, and we know nothing about them. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Anyway, stickers. That was the first shop update. The other one was – Another one of our listeners is start like started from the beginning, I think, and is making her way through. And she had just listened to, I don't know, one of our episodes way back. It was like the Halloween episode, I think. Um, but where we must have been talking about something ghostly. And I don't remember. But she um, texted me and like sent us a couple of books that she recommended. One of them was... One of them is called Your Days Are Numbered, and it is Ugh. a manual of numer. I know it's called, or it's a, a manual of numerology for everybody. So that's the one um, where she read our, or she like predicted our future using those ones because like all she needed for that was our birthdays. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is, uh, it's like a tarot card reading book like you know how it helps you like interpret but anyway so she had sent those to us and she was like hey I've been trying to find these books for forever and I just found them but I wanted to send them to you because it reminded me of this episode that you guys had and then she's like and if you want if you want to I can predict your futures for you or not predict them but provide them from the book based on our birthday so I gave them to her and so she sent them to us and so Mariah and I were just like at the time I was like sending Mariah like um, no exaggeration, probably 25 texts. And she was like at work. And so she, 
And so, um, anyway, so we have yet to talk about this because <laughs> we were when we finally did talk, there was so much stuff to catch up on, and, and we were like, "Why don't we just talk about this on the podcast?" Um, and so here we are. This is like the norm for Erica and I too. Like, she sends me a million texts when I'm at work, and I'm like, "Hmm, lol." Like. She knows that I'm not yeah. being an asshole, but I'm just like, I'm at work. And then, like, we go to respond. But usually we just spend, like, an hour, like, before and or after we record, like, talking about everything that we, like, made notes mm-hmm. for in our text messages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's basically – our our lives are basically, like, a text voicemail <laughs> type situation. <laughs> um, but what did you think of yours? Like, did you think that yours were accurate? I thought it was interesting. So uh, she did send us both the our 2020 future like predictions as well as our 2021. And she she had even said she was like, I'm I'm always so curious to see if people's 2020 or like their previous year actually felt true at all. So I kind of feel like mine is behind a year or like it's ahead of year. So I feel like the one that she said was my 2020 was more my like halfway through 2019 I had like a major life shift though like July 2019 like that's when I moved to Alaska so I feel like July was kind of like my January if that makes any sense like that Mm -hmm. was like the new year for me so Mm -hmm. I feel because like in this it says my 2020 it said this year you should feel free as the air to go wherever you please, but by all means go somewhere mm. for your opportunity will be found outside the ordinary routine. Let go of many old things and make room for new ones. Welcome new situations, places, places, and people. Wow. This is a year of progress. If you have a business of your own, present it with a new angle. Oh. Mm-hmm. Get. Wait, this is your 2021 or your 2020? 2020. Okay, but wait, you think that's a year behind though? I still so you moved there, so that part all feels like well, it's I moved up. in 2019 though. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like it's like half of my 2019 and then like half of my 2020. Yeah, okay, okay. And in caps, in all caps, it says get out of the rut, <laughs> which I feel like that's totally me. And then my 2020 mm-hmm. or my 2021, so this year, it says this year you have more responsibility than you did. Don't plan to be too personal for you will be needed in many directions and will be called upon to make adjustments for those less able to do so than you are. Narrow your narrow yourself down a bit and plan to enjoy your home life. You'll be surrounded by love, friendliness, and contentment if you allow yourself to attract them. Be thorough and conscientious about everything you do. Finishing all you undertake will called out. <laughs> Don't hustle or bustle. Just ease things into the places that fit them. It isn't a year for big accomplishment and things may seem to be at a standstill, but the law is working in seasonally, unceasingly and making many unseen adjustments in your own life. It is the most personal of all vibrations and what is mine shall see my face. So how do you feel about that? Yeah, I feel like it applies. I definitely feel like the one before it applies way more. So here's what's interesting is, um, and I don't know exactly the methodology of it, but my 2020 prediction is your 2021. So the one that you just read. And I, yeah, so which I find fascinating because I read this with the lens of COVID. Like, for you will be needed in many directions and will be called upon to make adjustments for those less able to do so than you are. So, like, 
yeah, narrow yourself down a bit and plan to enjoy your home life. You will be surrounded by love and friendliness and contentment if you allow yourself to attract them. Um, yeah, be very thorough and conscientious about everything you do. Finishing all that you undertake. Uh, I don't know so much about that. Um, I would agree with that. Hustle. Yeah, I feel like this. I like so I read it and I was like, ooh, yeah immediately feel like this this adds up and I was trying to like take a step back and be more critical about it mm-hmm. because because I was like I I I feel like retroactively you can fit a lot of things into your life if you want right. it to but this just felt like very this felt very um accurate to me yeah I would agree with that is super accurate for your 2020, um, for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. What does your 2021 say? Mine is, this is the year for your spiritual hen to sit upon her nest. Not a happy time for social activities or too much association with crowds. Plan, LOL. Plan to, yeah. <laughs> plan to spend a good deal of time alone and get acquainted with your powers, past mistakes, and future desires. Don't brood over the past. Simply look it over and put it where it belongs. Let everything pertaining to business remain where it is. It is not a time for expansion or yes, change. It is. Only for re- <laughs> I know, only for reflection and perfection. Analyze everything you have or are doing. Deepen the roots of everything that is worth keeping. It is a good financial vibration if we don't strain after money for its material uses. Await developments. So that's where I'm like, ugh, I want to be more cynical about that because that sounds so not fun. And I don't – and it's like, you know, as I'm thinking about like, oh, like I, I've been actively trying to talk aloud about like my photography stuff and like kind of manifesting that. And then I'm like, oh, but I can't do any new business things this year. Like, <laughs> sucks. Yeah. I definitely agree with both of our 2020s more than I think I agree with our 2021s. But, like, that's hard to – right? We haven't been through 2021 yet, so we don't know. Mm -hmm. But – We shall see. We should revisit this. (laughs) I also feel like both of our 2021s are, like, far more general for whatever reason. Like, I felt like our 2020 things were, like, more specific. Like you were saying, like – you know, you can kind of make anything fit if you want to, but like, I feel like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like with horoscopes and like all that stuff. Like, I yeah. just feel like if you're like, I don't know, in my experience, I've been able to be like, oh yeah, that kind of sounds like me or like, oh yeah, a little bit, I guess. Yeah, sure. I relate. Uh, yeah. Um, I love, uh, I'm trying to, trying to see where she sent it. My friend that sent it to us, but she was like, first of all this thing that she said where I was like I need to remember to tell Mariah this because she'll love it she I was like oh I didn't know we were talking about like tarot cards and stuff too and I was like I didn't know that you could read tarot cards and that you were into all this stuff and she was like before emo there was this (laughs) I was like okay I get you oh (laughs) man that's cool thank you for sharing Erica's friend yeah that was a fun thing and we haven't we haven't uh talked about any of that kind of stuff, any um, like spiritual or ghostly or paranormal or, you know, any any of that, anything in that realm in a while. So I thought that would that would be a really fun little intro for us. But today we are actually talking about um, 
So we were, we were going to do like a, another debate style podcast like we've done in the past. But uh, you guys may have remember, remembered that we've done like a an episode like Am I the Asshole? And we've done like a this or that type um, style. So this time we're going to do something that's a little bit more broad and can kind of encompass all of these. And we're calling it what do you do or what would you do if <laughs> and then we talk about scenarios <laughs> and what we would do in them? They're like silly moral dilemmas. They're not like big moral dilemmas, but you know. We're not trying to we're not trying to out ourselves as bad people. <laughs> okay, so only oh, like a little bit. <laughs> so with that, I wanna start with I was like looking up just like moral dilemmas in general but like they're all very serious like way too serious for what we're talking about however I came across this article and it was like for silly kind of like sillier moral dilemmas but Mm -hmm. they gave three pieces of advice so I think I want to start with sharing these with you and then you know we'll we'll try to make our our um, reactions or like ways that we would handle this will change based on the three things that I'm about to tell you that you should consider. Okay. Hit me. Okay. So number one, when in a moral dilemma, um, the first thing to think about is, would you be embarrassed to tell your grandma what you'd done? (laughs) The second thing to think about is, would you be satisfied with the explanation you'd give to a reporter if it ended up being on TV? And the third thing is, does your company have policies against doing the thing you're thinking about doing? (laughs) Which I thought that one's kind of trash because, like, we don't care. (laughs) I was going to say, like, of the three, that one weighs the least on me. I I kind of thought the TV thing was interesting. Like, would you? Or like a podcast. Right. (laughs) Right. I guess the thing about the podcast that's cool, like people, most of our listeners probably know what we look like, but at least there's no like face associated with it. Yeah. We're we're in the cloud. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Those are really interesting to keep in mind. Okay. So let's go just go with like grandma and TV. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to go first? Ask the first one or do you want me to? Um, Sure. I'll go. (laughs) Okay. So recently, like not too far, I guess around Christmas time, I acquired (laughs) a gift card that was from, okay, so somebody was stealing from the store Mm -hmm. and tried paying with a, like, one of those really generic gift card that's for, like, you can use it at, like, 20 different places. It's not, like, a Visa. It has, like, specific stores and restaurants that you can use it at. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, But they tried stealing. So when they were caught stealing, the, you know, the person or the cashier made them pay for it. And when the card wouldn't work or whatever, they were like, well, I don't have any money. And they were like, okay, well, then get out. And I'm like, your card's not working. Threw it out, right? Well, didn't mm-hmm. throw it out and ended up giving it to me. <laughs> <laughs> so the moral dilemma here is, is it okay to keep the gift card and use it from somebody who's already stealing when you find out there's a balance on it? So it was like thrown out in the garbage. And then later on, like one of the employees went back and was like, I wonder if there's anything on this. <laughs> and there was like $60 on it. So there's no way to contact the person who stole it 
Mm-hmm. And like what so what do you do with it? Do you donate it? Do you use it? <sighs> okay. So here's so that I start thinking like, okay, what would like my grandma think? I feel like if I if I say <laughs> if I told her that story and I was like, well, someone was trying to steal and they had this gift card. And then like like you said, there's and it wasn't working, but now it ended up working and now we can't contact them. Um, blah blah blah, that whole story. I feel like my my family would be like, Yeah, I get it. Keep it. <laughs> so yeah, that's how I feel about it. I feel like fuck that person who was stealing. <laughs> um, and I feel like I didn't steal <laughs> the gift card. Like it was given to me. Like, hey, you shop at Sephora because it, it was like for like Sephora and Ulta. So it was like, hey, you shop here. Like, do you want this? And that's okay. So that's important too because the other thing is, if it was like a Visa gift card, you could. And it's like Christmas time, so you're like, okay, I could use this to buy like canned foods to donate to people. But like, what are you gonna donate from Sephora? I guess you could donate like shampoos. And okay, stuff. well, and I did. Yeah, but like come on, like $30 shampoo to be donated. Like I would rather go like (laughs) spend $50 on me and then spit like at one of the stores and then take $50 of my own money to like buy like more quantity to donate. Uh So I do feel like it prompted me to do more good deeds the day that I spent it. It's like good morale. Yeah. <laughs> it put you in a good mood to then pay it forward. Right. And so so I think there was like $64 on the gift card. So I did spend the $64. I did buy a couple of gifts with it. Um, but like not like, oh, I'm using this as your Christmas present. Like just extra gifts that I wasn't like mm-hmm. – you know what I mean? Like I didn't use it as like a cop-out. Like sweet, free gift for Erica or like whatever. Uh-huh. But so I did buy a couple extra gifts with it and I bought coffee – for the person and or the person behind me that day and like I just okay. I just felt like I, was, I did like nice n- I always try to like do like a pay it forward thing at least once once a day even if it's something really really uh-huh. small but I try to do that but I felt like I did extra once a day that's a lot not like monetary but just like a kind gesture what give me an example because now I'm just like, like a random okay. compliment or like oh, okay Okay, that's a you know what? That's a nice little challenge. I like that. I might adopt something. But like, like completely that. off the wall. Like you have to be like catching somebody completely off guard. Okay. All right. All right. So I mean, listen, I think at the end of the, at the end of the day, I think this is a justifiable keeping of the gift. Card. I agree. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with it's fine. And I'm going to go with if it was for someplace else, like if it was Walmart or Target or someplace where I could have bought goods, I would have used it for like, like you were saying, like buy canned goods or like donation kind of thing. But, you know, I really like I love using it to like pay it forward forward too. Yeah. Like that's sweet. And also maybe that bitch learned her lesson. <laughs> stealing why are if you had the gift card like why are you stealing in the first right. place right Ugh. but that's neither here nor nope. there okay okay well with that so i our next one we could do the coffee one because i d- did end up buying coffee for the people behind me that day okay um which ended up 
working out good because there was only one person in the car and their coffee order was like, (laughs) you know, like five bucks or something. Have you Mm -hmm. ever done, have you ever like the person in front of you buys your coffee or whatever and you're like, oh, great. I'll pay it forward. Like, can you get the car behind me? And then they're like, okay, it'll be $31. <laughs> and you're like, mm, my coffee was like four seventy five, <laughs> And now yeah, you're like, I didn't realize I was paying for breakfast for a family. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do in that situation? Like, do you just chalk it up and like, okay, I'm paying it forward. That's really nice. But I just got screwed. Or do you say like I feel like at that point you can't say never mind. Yeah, no, I think I think you're in it, and I also think um, in those situations, I think it's like buying a foreign car. If you have to go to the dealership and ask how much it costs, or ask how much maintenance would cost, or ask how much gas would cost, then you can't afford it. So it's like if you're in the drive-through at Starbucks and like I think mentally a good um just a good habit or like a good I don't know I that's not the word I was looking for but just like thing to keep in mind is okay I'm going to prepare to spend thirty (laughs) dollars here and then if it's only six that's nice and I still I I still did a nice. We're thing. giving all of our listeners like post or pre drive through anxiety. Like, oh my god, I might, I might be spending four dollars, or I might be spending thirty dollars. We don't know. <laughs> it's a gamble. But if that's well, but yeah, yeah, I know it is. But that's also like part of the thing, right? Like, if you are going to pass or like you know pass along a, a good like a favor, like a good deed or whatever, like pay it forward, then you run that risk anyway. And so anyway, I think, but it's like, you're less likely like do it in the line of Dunkin Donuts or Starbucks or whatever versus picking up a random person's tab at a restaurant. That's very risky because you have no idea what they spent. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) But that happened, that would happen sometimes. Like when I worked at Twin Peaks, that actually happened quite a bit to me, not quite a bit, but more than it happened anywhere else that I worked where like a customer would see someone that was at my table would see that there was two like military guys sitting on the other side of the restaurant and would pay for their meals mm-hmm. or, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So, but that's, I mean, I think there you run the risk cause you have no idea like how much were they drinking? Like, did they get a bunch of appetizers? Did you know something about that sits different with me though, because like that's your choice. Whereas like, I mean, obviously all of it's your choice, but like if the car in front of you pays for your stuff, then you kind of feel like a little bit obligated to return the favor. Whereas like if you're at a restaurant and you're like, hey, I like the looks of those people, like I'm going to do this because it feels good to me. Well, but I think if you are in the in the drive through and someone pays for yours and you aren't like, let's say, you know, you just paid rent and you just paid all your bills and you have daycare to pay. Like you, you know, like you're, it's that time of the month where all mm-hmm. of your bills are hitting at the same time. And you, it's, you're, it's just not a good, you're not in a good position. I don't think that you should feel obligated to pay it forward to the next. I think you just get it next time when you are in a better place to do Love that. that. So I kind of found a hack to this, to some extent. Mm-hmm. I 
was at like one of the local coffee huts and it was like it's one of the really popular ones which they make the best the best drinks they usually take like there's usually a really long line and it takes forever because there's only like one one girl like working in this little hut and Mm -hmm. so the car in front of me was taking forever and I was like so in the line like well I had already waited there for like 10 minutes so I wasn't gonna like pull out at this Mm -hmm. point but like even if I wanted to I couldn't like get out because there was cars in front of me and behind me so I was just like stuck there and I'm not kidding you I was like after my initial 10 minute wait it was like another 15 minutes and then I pulled up and she was like oh my gosh, the, like the woman in front of us or the woman in front of you paid for your drink. She said, thank you for waiting. I was like, oh, that was so nice. And she's like, yeah, she does that all the time. Like she comes here once a week and gets coffee for her whole family. And she always pays for the person behind her for waiting. I was like, that is so nice. And I was like, how does she do that? Like, cause I, you know, like at Starbucks and stuff, you can just like apply it to the next order like it's all computerized and stuff but at these little like drive up stands it's not like you just order you just order when you get up to the window get to the window so I was like how does she do that and she's like she just leaves five bucks and I was like oh cool like I would love to just leave five dollars for the car behind me too then oh that's genius right I really like that so I think like if if it happens to me at like more of an automated place then I will be like Oh, I would like to apply, like, can you just put my drink toward the person behind me? Yeah. that I was just thinking, like, if that's – that leaves you so much flexibility because if it's um, Starbucks, for instance, and, like, you have a bunch of stars or, like, a reward, you can just say, like, oh, just use the, scan this and use this towards, like, whatever they're getting. Or you could probably even just, like p- – like pay for like a five dollar gift card while you're sitting there and just be like hey, yes use this on them or right. whatever give that to them they can use it if they want oh i love that that's yep. genius i like that recommendation cool. me too do you want to keep with the coffee theme um yeah i do because <laughs> i love this story this actually happened to me and I think in hindsight, I could have been more gracious about it. Not gracious. I could have been nicer about it um, since it was maybe my fault. Maybe not. (laughs) So I also want to point out, though, that this was like a couple of years ago. And I feel like you are a different person emotionally than you were a couple of years ago. Like, I agree. I was a... I was a much less tolerant person. (laughs) Right. I don't want to say that Erica was like an emotional monster, but. (laughs) But it was a very much a mentality of like, you're a fucking grown up. We're all just dealing with grown up shit. Like, Like, get over it. Erica did not leave very much room for people to have like a grace, (laughs) a grace period. (laughs) I wasn't sympathetic to a lot of people. We'll, we'll, We'll do that. We'll say that. Certainly, I mean, I think I had there was more wiggle room if I knew you personally, but Strangers. like uh, for like a stranger, yeah. Okay, <laughs> so the situation was Rob and I were on vacation or going on vacation, and we're on the flight, and I don't remember where we were. Oh, we were going to Miami, and it was going to be a fun trip. So we were like, you know, you're in that mood, you wake up, and you're like. Yeah, my vacation starts now. now. I'm going to have a mimosa at the mm-hmm. airport. I actually don't know if we did that or not. But um, e- either way, you're you're still in that headspace. And so then where I get um, like my favorite thing to do because I hate, aer- I hate flying, not because I'm afraid. I just am like 
astronomically bored. And you guys, so- <laughs> Erica, I've flown with Erica once and it was like, and that was enough. Well, no, I would do it again, but I would just annoy you even more than I did. But I was just like annoying you so bad. It was like the beginning of our vacation. And you were like, I'm ready to murder you. <laughs> well, I just well back then I flew all the time, so I was just like I'm over it. I'm so fucking over it. And it was in we were it was early high school, so when I flew, I mean I didn't have an iP- iPod yet or a phone or anything, so I had to play. Like I had a huge one of those huge storage cases full of CDs. <laughs> And because I would go home, I would go to New York for the whole summer. So I like brought my whole CD collection. I had a CD player. <laughs> I had, and that I that's like how yes. I entertained myself on these flights. And so, um, anyway, it was just a different time of flying. And nowadays, I'm like, yeah, like I'll play a game on my phone. Like I can download shows beforehand that I can just watch. Like it's so much better. But um, just the whole process of flying really can it can easily put me in a bad mood. Anyway, this was not the case this day. I was in a great mood. And um, I was Rob and I were sitting, uh, we had like pretty good seats. Like we were it was one of the a huge plane that had like the three mm-hmm, rows, mm-hmm. you know, it has like the the two on the left and the one in the middle. And we were in the middle and we were on the like right side so we weren't like sandwiched be- I was sandwiched between a stranger and Rob but um we were also in an exit ro- row or the bulkhead mm-hmm. or whatever like we didn't have we didn't have seats in front of us and so our like little table things uh came out of the armrest so my armrest thing table is on the left side oh I started that saying my favorite thing to do is grab like a giant iced coffee before I get on a flight because the caffeine like perks me up and so I had this giant iced coffee that's sitting on my little table thing on my left side where my the stranger is and I'm leaning over to the right side because Rob was watching something on his iPad and I like a movie and I was just watching it without sound weird and um so but I'm like leaning all the way over and I don't know what happened like maybe I I had moved my leg and it like tipped over or something but I was not paying attention and my whole coffee tipped over (laughs) and spilled into the seat of the stranger next to me now my defense is that the seats were leather so it's not like she was sitting in a wet fabric seat the whole time, right? Like you can clean it up. Um, and also she was wearing black pants. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I am so sorry. Like I apologized, even though I'm not still to this day, not certain that it was my doing. And like I had, I was doing like, what else was I supposed to do? I had my coffee in the little, in the little hole that's indicates this is where you put your beverage on this tray like what else was I supposed to do and and she was so mean to me she was just like oh I knew that was going to happen like that was her response to my apology was I knew that was gonna happen yeah I was like well okay then sorry and like I just I kind of like took my time and like waving down a stu- like a flight attendant and I was just like can we get some napkins oh. <laughs> like this woman's trying to like clean up the seat and stuff I was like don't be a bitch to me it was my fault I should have anyway what would you do in that situation so I would say that I I'm like overly apologetic in situations like that like I would feel 
so bad. But I would also – I'm just, like – I'm a little bit of a freak, though, about, like, hyper-awareness. And, like, I'll make myself uncomfortable before I, like – even if it's like my drink holder, like if I think that that person like wants that armrest or like wants that space or like if I even see them like look at my drink or something, I would like just hold it. But I'm mm-hmm. I would say that I'm like on the opposite end of the spectrum with that, that I'm like, I don't think that's true. I don't I don't think that I'm I'm not like an ob- oblivious. Person. No, I'm not saying you are. No, but. But because like I'm normally that way as well, like in a grocery store, I'm going to be the person that's like hyper aware of like, is my cart going to be slightly in someone's right. way? Like even if there's no one in this aisle right now, someone could come any second. So I need to make sure that I'm like pushed to the side so everyone can get through. Yeah. No, you, like- you, <laughs> you're very aware of stuff like that too. I'm just, I'm just saying like personally, like I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I, <laughs> I think I'm I think I get um because I flow I have flown so much in my life as we talked about at the beginning with my patience for people is very little. I'm always the person giving up my arm like cuz I usually sit my preferred space is sitting on the window mm-hmm. side, but when I fly with Rob, like Rob is a giant and so he needs extra legroom, so he always sits in the aisle, which means that I usually sit in the middle next to him. And so I'm like I don't get armrest because everyone else like thinks that they deserve they armrests. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, oh, and I don't have like I don't have a seat in front of me, so I, you know, because we're in a bulkhead, so I I don't have access to any of my stuff. Like I my I have an iced coffee, it's fucking cold, like and it like and it's dripping because it's sweating, and I don't want that on my legs or I don't want to hold it, and like I get so like defensive about my space in airplanes because people just. Are, people that fly, and I think especially people that don't fly often, are so rude. They just like claim all this space, and I'm like, this is a communal space, and the only way to fight that is to be aggressive, do what they do. <laughs> yeah, to do what they do. Yeah, I would agree. It's like either people who don't fly a lot or people who fly all the time, like literally, like weekly. I feel like they feel, you know, like the business mm-hmm. people that always get on the phone or get on the plane. They're like on their phone. It's like fucking stop, like. Just stop. Oh, stop. Yeah. It's like, oh, you really needed to make that call the second we landed. Yeah, like the let's plane? talk let's talk finances and big numbers because we all know you have a small penis. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in that situation, I don't know. I think that you your reaction was justified because that woman was being a cock to you. If she wasn't being such a douchebag, then I think that like I would be really like overly apologetic and like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, do you need anything? Like, you know what I mean? Like I would have been, oh my God, like I'll buy you new pants. Like, what do you need? I'll give you my sweatpants that are in my carry-on. Like take a change of clothes. See, and I think that was the other thing was I was like, I apologize. Like I did, you know, I was still like, I I am sorry. Like, I don't even, I don't know how that happened. Like, I'm so sorry. And, but at the same time, like the more, and also by the way, guys, this happened at the beginning of the flight. (laughs) (laughs) And so she, I did feel bad. And if I were her, I probably would have been really pissed, but also it's not like I was horsing around and being childish and like, you know, and blase. Yeah. It's not like you had a two-year-old on your lap where like, you know, that's probably a bad idea to have that 
drink sitting right there. So all that to say, I could make excuses for days, but I was just like, you know, what am I going to, what else can I do? Like it happened. I'm really sorry about it. I, sh- I probably in hindsight, like probably would have been more apologetic. Um, but instead I was just really embarrassed and I just ignored her the whole time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I do think something like that is super embarrassing, but like, I don't know. I just, I think that her reaction was shitty and even like it was clearly an accident like you said you weren't horsing around you weren't being a douchebag you didn't have a toddler or an animal flying all over your lap like and for her to be like I knew that was going to happen well then like I don't know be prepared be on defense (laughs) yeah (laughs) or put a blanket over your lap like get prepared (laughs) (laughs) holy shit and also R.I.P. iced coffee. <laughs> exactly. I was like, I lost my iced coffee here, lady. Like, <laughs> that's the old me, though, where I'm just like, oh, yeah, you knew this was going to happen. Then why weren't you prepared? Because I didn't think this was going to happen. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Anyway, that's enough of that. That was an accident. I was kind of an asshole, but she was also an asshole. Okay. You know, it happens. (laughs) So speaking of pants, (laughs) Erica, well, this is your story. You can tell of you. Most of these are. (laughs) Yeah, they're all your stories. So Erica recently got refunded for pants that like she ordered a pair of pants. They got lost in the mail. She sent the company a message. She got refunded. But then the pants showed up. So and I ordered a new pair of pants. From a different company and they showed up. So now I have two Two for the price of one. Which is great. So in this situation, I've had things like this happen to me before for like not pants, but like just different things. And then they just ended up getting lost in the mail. You get refunded and then like boom, they show up a month later and you like totally forgot about them. What do you do? Moral dilemma. I do feel conflicted because I think like probably just on like on purely moral ground, it's like the good thing, the good person thing to do would be to reach back out to them and be like, hey, like, these showed up. Like, what do you want to do about it? But then there's another part of me that I'm like, you know what? Good customer service, a, a company that has good customer service would just let you have them anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and that's been my experience is – so this – something similar, kind of similar happened to me at um, on Amazon. I was, like, living in an apartment and I got this package – like it didn't have an it just had an address on it it didn't have a name on it and I order from Amazon all the time so I was like that's weird but I opened it and it was like had nothing to do with my order and like the order slip in there said a different girl's name on it but the on the box outside Mm. of the box it just had an address no name so I opened everything and I was like oh shit like but they looked they were like kind of important things I mean there was like some supplements in there and like it just looked like a pretty hefty box there was also those really cool pens in there that I sent you a picture of oh yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> Erica and I love office supplies <laughs> so much um, I said wait quick side story I saw um I think it was an ad or something. I don't know where I saw them, but they were like mechanical colored pencils. And I immediately looked them up on um, – actually, so it must not have been an ad. I just saw someone using them somewhere, and I looked them up, found them on Amazon, immediately sent them to Mariah, and then she immediately ordered them. <laughs> <laughs> we – yeah, like office supplies is like dirty talk to us. So moving on before I get like too excited um, – <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so I contacted Amazon and I was like hey 
got this shipment, like no idea who it's for. I live in an apartment building. What do you want me to do with it? And they were like, thank you so much for letting us know. Go ahead and keep or donate the items. And like, we'll ship a new one out. We'll contact the original Mm-hmm. order person and then she ended up sh- so I was like gonna keep the pens and then I was gonna donate yeah. the rest of it I think there was like some I don't know there's like a dandelion supplement or something and I was like do you want this to you and you were like yeah but she ended oh, yeah. up like the girl ended up showing up at my um doorstep like mm-hmm. asking for her box so I gave her her box back which I was kind of reluctant I just wanted to be like the pens didn't come sorry <laughs> yeah you're like I don't know what happened they really messed up this order obviously well and I had like already started to open I was like literally opening the package when she like <laughs> opening the pen package when she answered or when she rang the doorbell so it wasn't like quite open it looked like it just got damaged in shipping but like how embarrassing would that have been if she was like do you have my package and I was like yeah but I stole your pens <laughs> So anyway, so yeah, I think like for me, this kind of depends on the size of the company. Mm-hmm. So we also had that kind of happened to me too, like where a bunch of stuff got shipped to the previous owner, but I ended up like we kept it here for months. Like it just sat there for months and I had let our landlord know like, hey, like the the previous tenant um got some packages. So if you want to contact her and see if she'll if she wants to come pick them up like they're there for her and if not then we'll just we'll handle it and um so she she was like cool I'll let her know and I never heard anything after months so I was like I'm just gonna go ahead and open these and it ended up being like a bunch of junk but yeah it's like I'm not gonna like ship it back to the company like that's why is this now my responsibility? Right. I think at your expense, like that is annoying to like have to ship it back to the company. If the company was like, you know, if we like if they send you a return order slip or whatever, like free shipping slip and like whatever. I think that's like justified. But for me, like this again, it just depends on the size of the company for me. So if it's like an Ed- Amazon. Right. <laughs> if it's Amazon, like don't care. If it's because they're just going to tell you to keep it anyway, like you said, like you know that that's what they're going to say. But if it's like a small business, for instance, like I'm selling things on Etsy right now. Like if if something of mine got lost in the mail and my customer contacted me and they were like, hey, didn't get this, like I would send them another one. But then if they got the original one, like I would not want I wouldn't want them to send it back to me because like whatever that's like good customer service anyway but I would be like oh my gosh think like I would like it if you told me yeah like being transparent and them giving you the opportunity to like do the good deed and let them have it yeah and I would be like you know like give it give it away to a friend like give it to your mom give it to whoever but like yeah, and I actually now that you're we're talking about like Amazon, like how they would do that anyway. That now reminds me of a story. At one of my old uh, companies, there was this guy who told this story. Like I heard this story no less than like thirty times, probably. Um, <laughs> but it's a story about how this guy who um, worked at this at this agency had a baby. He was ordering diapers off of Amazon, and a laptop showed up instead. Oh. And so the guy contacted Amazon. I think that's another thing too that we could talk about. Like I think the value of the item matters. Like I think I would personally feel really uncomfy just like keeping a laptop. Yeah. 
Anywho, so he contacted Amazon. I was like, hey, like you guys sent me a laptop instead of diapers. And they were like, oh, cool. Thanks. Go ahead and keep it. And we'll also send you diapers. So he got like. Whoa. Both. Yeah. Okay. In today's day and age, though, I'd be like so questionable of that laptop. I'd be like, what's like. (laughs) Yeah. Like, was this a plant? Yeah. What kind of scheme is this? But yeah, I agree. It's like finding like. If you're walking down the street and you find like a five dollar bill, like that's great. But if you find a wad of like a hundred dollar bills or mm. something, like you're just gonna throw the five dollar bill in your pocket and like not think anything of it. If you find a wad of a hundred dollar bills, like fucking awesome, cool. But like morally, I'm gonna feel responsible to like contact, find who this belongs to, and then be like, so we split in. Yeah. Actually, while we're on this, because one of our other ones is, okay, what if you get a, um, like a Venmo, like someone Venmos you money, but they sent it to the wrong person. <laughs> Do you keep it? Again, I think this depends on how much. What's your cap? Oh, <laughs> what's the number <laughs> that makes you like, where's the tipping point? I don't know. I want, I want to say like 10 bucks. Over 10 bucks, you give it back? I don't send it back, but I inquire about I don't send it back immediately, but I'm like, hey, like just so you know, what's up? So you so you found a 20 on the ground and you're gonna try to figure out whose 20 it is? So I think that that's that's different. Finding cash on the ground is different than Venmo because you know who it's coming, you can see who it's coming from. Yeah. You're probably right. So that's like finding a twenty dollar bill on the ground and like seeing the person walk ahead of me who dropped it. Like Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I will say this has happened to me several times. It really has. Yeah, I don't know why, but it has happened to me several times and I keep it. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, and with this, I think that you and I have talked about this because I feel like the first couple of times this happened, you did contact them and then it just kept happening and you were like, why are these people so fucking careless? Like, why yeah. do you not know who you're sending money to? Yeah, that's the thing is I didn't um, I actually didn't I didn't like actively inquire about it, but I kept it like I didn't do anything with the money. I just let it sit there in case someone like they realized it and then they tried to like request it back or whatever Mm -hmm. and they never did. So I was like, okay, like, all right, I guess you're not missing and it hasn't. I think there was one. There was one that was like a fair amount. Of, I think the first one was like eighty bucks or something, and that's that's what I was like. All right, I'm gonna leave this here. But you know what? They didn't. No one asked about it. No one requested me for anything. So after a while, it's just like, all right, I'll keep this. And then you're right. And then after a while, I was just like, okay, why is it like my name is not? It's not difficult. Like it's literally just my name. So like, why are you guys? Why is this so? so like, if anyone wants to send us some money, it's literally our names. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please, please do. <laughs> um, but you know, like I've sold stuff on Facebook Marketplace and shit like that before, where you know people have had to Venmo me, and you know it's not that fucking difficult. Like they do it in person. They tight you tell them what your Venmo name is. They show it to you. Like you double check. Yep. That's me. And then they send it and it's like not that hard. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Now there's, I think this is happening less often because there's um, like if the person isn't your friend or like they're not in your contacts, mm. you have to do like the last four of their 
phone number usually, or like it gives you the option to, and then you can do like skip without providing this information. But Uh, that's what I've run into recently, which I think is a good idea because I do think like mistakes happen, especially if it is like a Facebook marketplace or like, you know, some of my customers have paid me through Venmo and like they might not know what I look like. So they're not like looking for my picture. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I do think that like mistakes happen, but okay, I think here's where it's different and like where morally you would like send it back is if like if the person reached out to you and they were like hey dude my bad like I'm so sorry would you mind sending that back you're not gonna be like nope you shouldn't have you should have been more thorough like (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) mine now but yeah if they're just sending it and like not even inquiring about it like right away immediately I would know like especially if it was $80 but even with like $5 I would be like oh shit I just sent that to the wrong person well and I because of that because I think because that has happened to me um so many times that I actually like whenever I do have to Venmo someone especially if it's like someone that I haven't Venmo before or I haven't Venmoed often to like where they're just like in your recents Mm -hmm. um or whatever I will like I will send it and then I will immediately follow up and like text them and be like, Hey, I just sent this. Let me know if you didn't get it. So I do that too. Um, I do that for sure. Also, we're going to like at Venmo right now because what the frick with the having to put the decimal place in yourself. So like I'll go, like we order salads at the office every once in a while and they're like $12. And like I literally every time I almost pay the person $1,200. Oh, I thought you were going to say like $1.20. <laughs> no, like $1,200. <laughs> like you have to put in the decimal point, like 12.00. How come I, like if I wanted to pay you $1,200, I should have to put, type in like one two zero 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 zero. Yeah, it's weird, especially because no other app is like that. Yeah, super annoying Venmo, like, get the automated decimal, thanks. Yeah, figure it out. (laughs) All right, we have one last one. Okay, go. Ready? Okay, so this is one. This didn't happen to either of us. I found this. um, It was like a meme or like, you know, on a meme account or something. I've seen it a couple times, but I think it's funny. Um, (laughs) So there's a guy. He uh, lives in an apartment building and he realized that his neighbor who lives with a woman. So it's not unclear if it's like a wife or a girlfriend, uh, but but lives with a romantic partner. Um, and notices that several times a week, whenever the partner, like the you know, living girlfriend or whatever, goes to work, um, another woman comes over. So this guy is like cheating on his on his girlfriend uh, with some other woman. And this guy, just the neighbor, um, decides he's like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna stir the pot here. Like this is this guy's business. It doesn't affect me at all. Well, then one day he comes down um, to go drive somewhere, like go get food. And there's his neighbor standing outside with a police officer. And this guy had parked in the handicapped spot and he's not handicapped. So he sh- was illegally parked there. And the guy, the neighbor, um, the co- the police officer is like, do you know whose car this is? And the neighbor is like, yeah, that guy and points at him. And so the, the guy, he's like oh, buddy, like, I know that you're cheating on your girlfriend. Like, what a mistake. And so, like, 
very soon after he happens to run into the girlfriend and it was like, Oh, Hey, like, I don't think we've met. I'm so-and-so. And, you know, I just met your, your boyfriend and, um, his sister the other day, <laughs> like they seem really nice. And she was like, he doesn't have a sister. And he's like, Oh, weird. Okay. Good to meet you. Bye. And like runs away. And then immediately hears the neighbors fighting and she's like kicking him out of the apartment and like broke them up. Because this guy who was cheating on his girlfriend um, got the other guy a ticket because for parking in a handicapped spot. So I have a lot of thoughts about this, but my immediate thought is just like, that's karma, dude. Like, <laughs> that's karma. But I have an issue with like the initial bro code of like. Not saying anything in the first place. Yeah, not that I – I don't think that I would, like, muddle – meddle <laughs> – muddle. I don't think that I would, like, involve myself enough to be, like, knock, 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 hey, your boyfriend's cheating on you. But I would have found, like, a scenario like that, like, what he did, but just sooner. Like, mm -hmm. catch that girl in passing and be, like, hey, didn't I meet you yesterday? Or, like, was that you? It was so nice meeting you. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I feel I go back and forth on this because I think my instinct is that's not my business. Like, <laughs> especially if you don't know the name, like I'm thinking because I live in a, in a duplex where I'm like, okay, what if I was in this scenario and like, I just, I somehow happened to figure out that our new neighbors, which by the way, we have new neighbors again. This is the mm. third one, the, the third set since we've lived here. Jeez. Um, I know. Um, but anyway, so I hope it's not us. It can't be us. We're great. So, <laughs> <laughs> but if I somehow found out that like one of them was cheating, like would I do anything about it? Probably not. Like what would I do? Like I don't know them. They don't know me. Like I'm not going to involve myself, like introduce myself <laughs> and drama all, and, and then get new neighbors again. <laughs> I think it depends on like the <laughs> – there's so many, so many um, variables in this situation. So like, yeah – I don't talk to any of my neighbors, so whatever, do your thing, boo. But, like, in the past, I have been, like, friendly with my neighbors or, like, I would know them just on, like, a passing by basis or even, like, a friendship basis. But, like, there were certain neighbors, like, especially in New York where I would just know them and, like, we'd wave to each other and say, hi, how's it going? Like, your dog's mm -hmm. super cute. Like, we knew each other's dog's names. Things like that. Like, if it was, like, that level, I would probably – like, if we had a reason to be speaking, I don't think yeah. that I would just, like, up and introduce myself. But yeah, also and – Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just say. I mean, when it comes down to it, though, like in the in the scenario that the the story did happen, I don't blame. I don't blame the guy for telling, um, the the girlfriend that something was happening. Um, but I do think that if he was going to do it, I don't like that it was in retaliation because of the being parked in a handicapped spot because like he really shouldn't have been parked there. That, anyway. that was going to be my next issue is I have a huge issue, like especially as a therapist and working with people who need handicapped spots and my mom needing a handicapped spot. Mm -hmm. Like I have a huge, huge, huge issue with people parking in handicapped spots that aren't, that don't need it. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I have a lot of parking lot issues, but that's like the big one. Uh, mm -hmm. 
Yeah. So yeah, but I kind of think that it's funny that he did it in retaliation. Like, hey, listen, dude, like we were bros, but sorry, like you broke that. You broke bro code. Now here you go. Yeah. Yeah. It's I a good story, kind of like how how it how it pans out. The guy did own it and when he was telling his story, because I think this was like a TikTok, and the guy was like, I know, first of all, like, don't call me out. I know that I shouldn't have been parked mm-hmm. there, okay? Like, my bad. <laughs> yep. And, you know, the guy was a double asshole for – like, he could have just been like, no, I don't know whose car that is. And, like, the car would have gotten a ticket anyway. Yeah, you don't just point at someone. It <laughs> is. Yeah, you like – it is. And on top of that, he's cheating on his girlfriend. Like, get the fuck out of here. You deserve to be kicked out. Yeah, you're, you're bad. Sick. You're a bad neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys. Well, that's our moral dilemmas. Our silly moral dilemmas. I like this one. I like I do too. If you guys have any that you want us to debate or if anyone's like been in a situation like this, let us know. We love to hear from you. We'll keep it on- anonymous. We'll, yeah, we keep everything anonymous. Um, unless it's one of us, we like, <laughs> yeah, we let ourselves take the blame. So it's fine. Um, <laughs> we will point fingers at each other. <laughs> one more thing. I want to do another like ghost episode soon, but I don't really have a lot of ghost, like anything new really to talk about. But when we did like the intro of this episode, I was like, ooh, we should do a spooky episode again. So, guys task i really want somebody to send us a spooky story to talk about yes please guys please do so cool all right and you know where you should do that you should send them to instagram at like honestly pod and then you should also like tag a friend or share our podcast or our account with someone you know do all the things do all the things Leave us a review. Leave us a review. Ask us for stickers. Like we said, you should have yours. Let us know what you're doing with them. Tag us in them. Um, Let's be friends. Yeah, be our friends. (laughs) Okay, cool. Have a good week, you guys. Or else. Bye. (laughs) Bye. (laughs)